hello guys welcome back to the billboard my name is Vanessa Oblinsky and I'm your host I am so excited about this episode it's been two weeks since um, I last released an episode so I am pumped about today it's gonna be amazing if this is your first time at the billboard welcome the billboard is a space where we talk about all things jesus and where we get to just chat about biblical truths and how they apply in our everyday lives our relationships and so much more i'm so excited you're here welcome 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 so It's been two weeks since the last episode. If you didn't get the memo on social media, I brought some changes on the billboard. I am now moving into a bi-weekly schedule instead of a weekly release and changing the release days to Mondays instead of Tuesdays. So that being said, I hope you guys had an amazing two weeks. For me, the past two weeks were quite interesting to say the least. We are in the middle of a transition right now. We're moving out of state in a couple months, so a lot of things are in the works. We're getting a lot ready, so it's been quite busy, but then in the midst of everything, I got sick. And I usually do not get sick often, and I got sick not too long ago, which Getting sick again was really surprising to me, and it was just the worst. I was miserable, and I was like, this is such bad timing. (laughs) Like, I do not have time for that right now. Can we not do this? And it was so hard for me to get out of bed and all the things, but praise the Lord, I'm good now, and I'm okay, I'm alive and well, but it really bugged me because... In the middle of everything, I realized that something was wrong, not just physically, but mentally because of my speech, the things that I would say, where my mind would go. My mind was under attack. I had so much anxiety, the negative self-talk, all kinds of things. Like I could tell that I was not okay. And I was like, where is this coming from? I do not understand it. And then I realized... Because of the things I was saying, I could locate where this was coming from or the why this was happening. The things that I would say were directly pinned against something that I started out of a God vision. So to me, it was pretty clear that there was an attack on this assignment because I felt discouraged. I was losing motivation. So that's why I'm so excited about today because there's nothing that I love more than kicking the devil in the booty by getting back up and persevering and rising above. So I wanted to touch on the mind today. And what better way than to use this platform, this space, and this time to talk about it, talk about our minds and the battles that happen in our minds and how we can fight them, win those battles and recognize when it's happening. So let's go ahead and open up in prayer real quick and we'll get started. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for today. I thank you for the billboard. I thank you for everybody listening right now, Lord. I thank you for your peace. I thank you that through your word, through your love, through who you are, we have access to a sound mind. 
So right now, Lord, under the sound of my voice, I pray for all of our hearts to open and to receive that peace, to receive your goodness, to receive your love and hear from you through this episode. Lord, I pray that you take hold of my words and that you say what you want to say. And we pray, Lord, for divine revelation to come during this episode. And we just thank you for your healing power. We thank you, Lord, that as I'm praying right now, you already have set your hands on our minds. And we pray that there's a renewing that happens, that you are renewing our mind to set it, to turn towards the things that you have reserved for us. We pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. So first I wanted to talk about how do we even recognize that there's a battle on our minds? How do we recognize that there's an attack on our minds? If I'm being honest, the way that I see it is that there's a battle on the daily on our minds. Even when things are good, there's a battle attached to keeping things good. There's a battle on our minds on the daily. It is constant. It's 24-7. But I can tell that I'm losing ground when certain things starts happening. I can tell that I'm losing ground by what I say, the way that I think, and what I do. So anxiety could be a giveaway, but it's not always clear, right? Because sometimes things get stressful. So you can lean towards being anxious at the time, but then I'm able to kind of like, you know, course correct. Assumptions are a good giveaway for me. When I start assuming things without having all the information or negative self-talk, that's a good one. When I start discouraging myself and losing motivation to do something, because of what I'm saying to myself. But the dead giveaway for me, that is an absolute clear red flag that something is off and something is going on in my mind is when my devotion to God is affected. When I don't have the drive to read my Bible, when I can't even bring myself to bring something to him and pray about it, that is a clear giveaway that, hey, something's going on and it needs to be addressed. And I think that in my walk with God, these moments would happen. But the more that I've grown in maturity with God, the less time it takes for me to come to that realization, if that makes sense. So I'm not immune to feeling these things. We're not immune to feeling anxiety or discouragement or you know, all of these things, but you'll be able to fight better the closer that you get with God. And the past two weeks for me were like that. It was so hard for me to read my Bible, to pray or be focused. And I was talking down on myself, talking down of what I was doing. And all of these things are not from God. And if you're in that place right now where there's a lot going on in your mind, you're talking down to yourself where you're experiencing a lot of negative self-talk, assumptions, and spiraling down your mind with stories where you do not have all the facts, but yet it's taking up space in your mind, affecting your peace and your mental health, and you cannot even pray about it, or you don't have the focus or the drive to see God about it, then your mind is under attack. And if you're not there, that is amazing. 
but it's important to know about these things because when it does happen, you're able to pinpoint what's going on and deal with it quickly. The enemy knows that if he can trap a lie into your mind, that it will create a ceiling above your head that is very difficult to rise above. That's why I seek to start my day with God every single day. I aim to read his word and spend time in prayer every day so I can set my mind on him. And when that time is affected, I know. I know that my mind is not at a good place. And that's when I have to take inventory of what's going on in my life and take inventory of what I'm trying to achieve. What have I put my head to, my mind to, my hand to? Who are the new people that I've connected with? What is going on in my life? What is the enemy trying to stop by going into my mind? Your mind is a treasure. That's why there's a battle on it. And your mind sets the atmosphere. It sets the temperature. It sets the trajectory of where you're going. And the Bible says that the enemy prowls looking for who he may devour. And he goes for your mind first. That's why the Bible says to renew our minds. Because you cannot rise above where your mind is set. That's why it's called a mindset. Because if my mind is set here, that's as far as I can go. So the higher you want to go, you have to elevate your mindset. But it's so dang hard. It's hard because your mindset is a sum total of different things that you've carried with you, that you've seen, that you've grew up in all your life. Your mindset is a sum total of your experiences, your circumstances, your environment, your appraising, your cultural background, what you're exposed to. That is what forms your mind. So undoing these things is hard work. It's really difficult. And I know that I couldn't do it without God. I just couldn't. Because, you know, we see a lot of like, you know, self-help books and all kinds of things. And usually they're very centered around, you know, like one thing, like changing your mindset on business and how to make money, how to handle money, or changing your mindset about how to cope and your perspective. But with God, there's a whole range of things that I've learned how to renew my mind about. And it's all in the Bible. And he's so intentional with his word and his love to teach you because he knows that mindsets can become strongholds. And ultimately, that's what you need freedom from because whatever your mind is set on is how you will behave. So if there's a hold on your mind about something, that's what you'll behave from. That's why you can receive the word of God and your heart says yes, but your mind says no. Like you could go to church and hear a really powerful sermon, receive it in your heart and feel all the feels, but then step outside of the church and your mind says you can't do it. Your heart receives, but your mind decides. Renewing our minds is hard, but so important so important. Because the thing is that I know that if I want change in my life about something, right? I need to stop doing whatever I'm doing and change my mind around it. 
because past history in my life tells me all the places where I've changed or elevated came with a change of mindset, came with a change of behavior, came with a renewed perspective about that very thing. So whenever I feel like, oh my gosh, I wish this was like that, or I wish things were better here, or I wish I could do this, that's when I have to take an internal look at my heart, yes, but my mind. What is my mindset on about this very thing? What is my perspective about that thing? And then bring it to God. God, I need to change this. How do I do it? How do we do it? I think it's a little easier for me to bring myself to change my mind about some things that are more practical, like business, for example. Like that's easier for me to change my mindset. But I think the hardest part for me in my life has been to change my mindset about different relationships. That is hard, especially when you're trying to heal a wound or wounds. Changing your mind about people or changing your mind about the people that come after, regardless of how your relationship with one person went, is hard. Because when you go through something traumatic or a disappointment or a failed relationship, then usually you will look at everybody else that comes after from that filter. And it's hard to undo. That's why unforgiveness, bitterness, and anger are poison. God tells us to not let the sun set on our anger for a reason. So I was typing out my thoughts, you know, about this episode. And as I was typing, I had the revelation that bitterness, unforgiveness, and anger are the only thing that starts in your heart that have the power to change your mind. Like everything else starts in your mind and then changes your heart. Like God is after our hearts, right? But he understands that he needs to renew our mind to change our heart. But these things start in your heart and they change your mind. Like you can be angry about something and feel bitter about something and it's going to change your mind about people. Like it's going to change your mind about what you're going to do next. Like you could feel so bitter about something that you're like, oh no, I'm not going to do this because that happened in the past. So you will change your mind about it. And that's where your mind is set. Or you can feel bitter about a relationship and then change your mind about the way that you see men or women. And God tells us, do not let the sun set onto your anger. Like deal with it before you go to bed. You do not want to go to bed with that kind of thing in your heart because tomorrow you might change your mind about what's next. Dang. Like everything else registers in your mind and then your heart stores it, which shapes your mindset. But these things, you feel them in your heart and then you start thinking from that place in your mind. Wild. And when you're born again, immediately there's a work that starts happening. The Holy Spirit starts renewing your mind, resetting your mind, shaping your mind on things that are more of God. And it's a process. Like when I got saved, I didn't instantly start thinking the way that I think today. There were so many things that I had to work through, that I had to walk through, but I am not the same person that I was 
like nine years ago when I got saved. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but yeah, it's beautiful how God does that. It's beautiful to see how He will gently start healing your wounds, but also reshape your mind, renew your mind around things. I'm always in awe of hearing people's testimonies. I'm always in awe because you see the full glory, transformative power of God on their lives. You hear them talk and usually they'll be saying things like, oh, before I used to do this and now I'm like that. Before I used to think like this and now I'm like that. I went through all of this and now I can do that. That is beautiful. I love, love, love hearing people's stories and see how God transformed their lives. And God uses tools to renew your mind, right? The first tool, it's an obvious one, but it's prayer. And sometimes I think that like we view prayer as something like where we can just ask God for things, but it's actually also a healing process, a strengthening process where he edifies you and starts renewing things in you while you are talking to him, right? My prayer life has changed so much, not only by being around people who've taught me how to pray, but also as my heart is changing, my mind is changing about what I pray about. Like I'll ask God for wisdom. I'll ask him for discernment. I'll ask him for, you know, the gifts of the spirits, things of him that will help me walk my purpose, walk my calling, be a better person, be a better wife, a better parent, a better friend, all of these things. Cause I'm not perfect. And I know that I need tools to be able to be better at those things. So I do ask God to bless me with the fruit of the Spirit so that I may be better, that I may see better and do better. The other thing that God uses to renew your mind, which is one of the most important things alongside prayer, is His Word. Reading the Word has changed my life. I got really serious about reading the word last year. I bought a one-year Bible and then I started waking up every single morning and setting time specifically to read my Bible. Did I complete reading my Bible every single day of the year? No, but most days, yes, absolutely. And in one year, I've read my Bible more than I've ever read in my entire life. And that developed a muscle in me to prioritize God's word and make it a point to read it every morning. And like I said, sometimes it doesn't happen. Like let's say last week, for example, like when I was sick, it was so hard for me to get up and read the word. And it's okay because I don't have a religious spirit about it. Like this is my time with God. This is my devotion to God. It is not something that I have to do. It's something that I want to do. And that's the thing. It started by me wanting to do it. And it was not easy at first because it's not something that I was used to do, right? When I started doing it, I had to physically check a box for 30 days because I wanted to tell myself, you did it. And it's not something that I was doing because I had to. I just wanted to teach myself that discipline of getting up and reading the word and making it part of my day. I wanted that time with God. 
It was not an obligation, but I had to have discipline around it because it's not something that I was used doing. So now when there's days like last week where I didn't get to wake up to do it, I don't feel like, oh my gosh, God is going to be mad at me because I didn't read my Bible. No, I just feel like, gosh, I missed out because I treasure that time, but there's more days ahead where I get to spend time with my Lord and Savior and read his word and it's going to be all right. Another thing that God uses to renew our minds is exposure. What were you exposed to? So he'll bring different people, different stories, sermons, whatever it is to renew your mind and show you what's possible. Like that has happened so many times in my life where I've been exposed to different people, couples, or people that inspired me in business, whatever it is, where I would look at what they're doing or their life or their relationship and be like, that's possible. That's achievable. How do I do it? And then it would manifest in my prayer life. God teach me how to be. God teach me how to do. God teach me where to go or bring the right people or the right tools for me to achieve this. So what I would be exposed to that felt godly, I would pray about. And that's why I love testimonies because testimonies show you what is possible. And God is not a respecter of person that he will do it for one person and not the other. He's a respecter of his principles. So if you follow his principles, you'll see the same results, right? Asking God to expose you to different things in your life that would elevate your mindset is also important. I know that I've not been exposed to everything that is possible for me. So I pray about what I'm exposed to. I pray for God to bring new people in my life that will show me new things, show me what is possible, elevate my thinking and, the, and my way of doing, if that makes sense. And then another thing that God uses to bring your mind is covering. Whoever is covering you, who is above you, and that is, you know, leadership, mentorship, people around you that are for you, that will pray for you, that will, you know, correct you, um, and that's another thing. If you want to be able to renew your mind, you have to be open to correction because all of us have blind spots, every one of us, and they're called blind spots because you're blind to them. So you can't see them. So if somebody else sees it and tells you and you can't receive what they're telling you, then I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You're just blind. <laughs> so a mindset shift around correction is really important if you want to grow. And that doesn't mean that, you know, everyone is going to give you proper correction there's a set of people that you trust, that you know have your best interests in mind and that love you. If you know that those people are really for you and they love you and then they bring something to you, then yeah, receive it, you know? And you decide what you want to do with it. If somebody tells me something, I'll take it to God. First of all, you'll know. I'll feel a holy conviction. And sometimes, well, most times, if not all the times, it stings, right? But I'll bring it to God. I'll take it into consideration and I'll think about it. 
And now, okay, well, what do I need to do to change that if I feel a holy conviction about it? So yeah, community is really important. Having people around you is very important. Having people that cover you is very important. Being in agreement with people around you is really, really, really important. And I feel like are almost crucial to your growth and your sanity. Because without community, there's no one to keep you accountable. There's no one to pray for you if something is going on with you. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, in a few months, we're moving out of state. And, you know, we're already talking about it. The first thing that we want to do when we get there is start building community because we understand the importance of having community, of having people around us. We are not meant to do this life alone. And that's where the enemy will get you in isolation. He will isolate you into a corner and then get to your mind. So wherever we go, our primary goal will always to build healthy community and healthy relationships, healthy friendships to surround us and for people to do life with us. So yeah, prayer, reading the word, exposure, and your covering are things that will transform your mind. So yeah, I hope that you guys got something out of that. I know I did. This actually felt really therapeutic for me because I needed that talk. <laughs> I needed that talk for me. This podcast was for me. <laughs> If none of you could relate, I could because this past two weeks were crazy. And I know that we all get there sometimes. So yeah. So you got this. I got this. Still talking to me because I feel like I just turned the corner. So I'm going to tell myself, you got this. You got this week. It's going to be awesome. We still have a little bit more work to do in our home, but it's going to be good. Just a reminder, next episode is going to be in two weeks. So two Mondays from now, which date is it? It is going to be on March 4th. So next episode, March 4th, two Mondays from now. In the meantime, wishing you guys an amazing two weeks. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Love you guys. See you in two weeks.